0: Um, do you feel nervous about
1: doing this? I feel, obviously I feel nervous, but it's not the kind of nervous that I'm fearing it. It's the kind of nervous that I'm, so to speak, in the zone, what people call in the zone. I'm, you know how you feel when you're on coffee? You feel like everything is triggered. Every single receptor is on. That's how I feel like, I think this is what they call performing mood. But listen, people may not know who the fuck we are. So let's introduce ourselves. Should I give you the honor or should I take the honor?
0: Please, since you have so much engine in you right now.
1: Alright, cool. My name is C.H. Daniel. I'm a, I run an Experiences Design Agency and we help tech CEOs reduce user churn. That's where I spend my time on. As a side project, I have a, an app that helps people authenticate sneakers and high-end designer items. So. Basically, it's guides, fake versus real. Uh, It started off as a side project, but I need to devote more and more time to it. That's what I spend my time mainly on. Tell me about you, Jakob.
0: I've been making films ever since I was about 17 years old. Um, Started very small and uh, tried to gather a lot of my friends nearby to make, you know, passion projects that were related to film mostly. Me as well. You as well and it, it I guess it progressed over the years the stories and you know the subjects that I was trying to treat through those films the stories that I was trying to uh, work around and besides that I guess I've been involved in a lot of creative projects be it in the music industry or live events I still play the drums been playing the drums for about 10 years 11 years I think almost started I had you know, the classical rock band in high school
1: for about five years, I think. was pretty fun. And Sorry to interrupt you right there. Yeah. Because this is the attention podcast. Did you... Did the drumming back in high school get you attention? I'm asking you if you got chicks from, from playing the drums? That's some yes. sort of attention? Yes, it happened. All right, happened. cool. Yeah. We need to stay on track with the attention. It's <laughs> <is> an essential <laughs> theme. So this is it. Sorry, go on. It happened, but I
0: always... You know, it was the times when I really was trying to uh, stick to my craft and not get myself distracted. Wow! Yeah, I, I think that's admirable. No, I lost a lot because of that.
1: <laughs> you, you lost a lot of what? Chicks?
0: <laughs> in terms of, of yeah, maybe, may, maybe meeting them, but you know. But no,
1: listen, uh, so this was high school. How old were you? Like 16? 16, 16 17. Yeah. Okay, cool. At that age, people... W- I'm no saint. Uh, I w- if I would have been in your shoes, I would have been one got- of these people that... Yeah, of course, I would be. I would be very aware of the chick factor. So me and my craft well okay let's find the balance between the craft and the chicks I know but yeah okay so you're the lone wolf who focuses on the craft I guess
0: I was but it wasn't it wasn't voluntary I just I, w- I was really um, attracted to what I was doing so my attention was really focused on that I really wanted to expand and in, in any creative field possible that I you know feel comfortable with first and most of all and Everything, uh, I guess, if I look at today right now, I'm in a very interesting position. I like to call it good scary in the sense that right after I finished university right now, I'm not sure where all this passion is targeted at, but I know for sure that it's gonna fit in the film and music medium, so I'm probably gonna start thinking Maybe about building a film production company soon. Uh, I have a lot of friends that I've worked with in the past and I think I'm going to, you know, build this company with. And I don't know, I'm just waiting to see what happens.
1: So, so just like we started this uh, this podcast, when when I mentioned the performing mood, the good scary, this is a stage where you're at right now, right? Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yes. And this is, I think
0: this is part of a very long process as well. Yeah. Because... I guess. As you you know, we're talking about attention and how we're trying to distribute that accordingly. You know, day by day and so forth. Um, my attention now, if I'm speaking you know solely and personally about yeah. all this, is drawn by any uh, platform in which I can tell a story. Okay. Right. So this is my attention. But if you think about it, there's also the attention from the other side. Mm-hmm. Based on the content that I want to produce on those platforms, okay. I'm going to create a particular story that is going to be interesting, you know, to a couple of people. Okay. This, so let me
1: let me hijack you for a second. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, dear listeners, this is the <laughs> attention podcast. I've had this on my, in the back of my brain before we started uh, about how should we direct this for context, dear listeners. Mm-hmm. We were talking about how should we... Uh, how how should we start this I said let's just improvise let's just go on freestyle somewhere in the back of my brain there was this question let's define both of us what attention is to us so you started by saying it's about storytelling it's about people what story what's uh, not storytelling sorry what's attention to you what does it mean to you right now when I say attention what goes through your mind
0: new that's the first word that comes to my head now all right mic drop uh, was...
1: podcast over that's it <laughs> <laughs> no but really
0: okay that was the first thing that that came to my head new when you said it but when i say new i think maybe i'm talking about also lessons learned in my case again i'm, I'm thinking very particularly about what i'm doing right as a storyteller as a filmmaker mm-hmm. i tend to tell stories and the way i tell them Involuntarily, I think they're they're gonna be in some way original, Mm -hmm. even though many other people have targeted the same subject. Okay, let's say, I don't know. Poverty, just said something.
1: But listen, everyone can be cynical and say something like, uh, "You're making movies, whatever. You're not the first one to make movies." So, in in a sense, I I get what you mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for me, when I say attention. Well, first, first word that comes to my mind is marketing because okay. I think marketing is, is based on, like the basis of marketing is attention, um, where people's eyes are pointed at. So, oh, back to my introduction, part of this agency that I'm running is uh, me writing a daily blog. This has been going on, at the time of this recording, it has been going on for, I think, two months. So I'm just going to quote something that I said in, in a previous article, I talked about this, about uh, looking at people's eyes. So, for instance, when you have a shop, I grew up working for, for my family's business and this was something that I, I noticed, the fact that you can look at people's eyes when they get into the shop, the store, the physical location, which is where the attention is. So, okay, something new, you place it in, in left or right, it will influence them somehow. Attention, for me, Besides that is pretty broad, so we can go very precise, but we can also say it's, the, it, it's something extremely broad. It can be anything from entertainment to professional. It can be anywhere from sad to happy. Yeah. That's all I have for attention right now. So tell me about you at uh, telling stories. You make movies films. What's the difference by the way?
0: There's a, there's still a pedantic thing. No, no, no. But the industry tends to, tends to say the term film when it's a art, art form type of film, when, when it's like an art film. Okay. And it tends to say movie when it's meant to. Commercial? Yeah, for entertainment purposes, you know. Okay. That's the only difference is, it's the only difference in the term. When you say you've seen a film, you, you normally say you've seen a piece of, art piece of work that's been you know being crafted out of passion and everything when you say you've been to see a movie usually it gets translated to the fact that oh I've had fun and I saw okay so it's like commercial and but it's you know it's what I've heard it's not 100% sure okay but this is what has been you know
1: so like the Dwayne Johnson block, blockbuster with explosions and yeah, pow, pow. I mean, you
0: could fit that in, but, you know, again, it's okay. It's quite subjective.
1: It's, yeah, no, so I'm weird. asking you something that, that is pretty, uh, what's the word? Esoteric, I think that's the word? So for, for connoisseurs. So it's, it's really refining. If you ask people and see a movie and film, they say, whatever, same mm-hmm. shit, right? Like, okay, course, a, a random mean, person. They shouldn't care about this. This is the, yeah. the, the
0: last thing they should think about, literally. It's like the differences between the two terms, it's not that important.
1: Yeah, I, I was thinking about this the other day, uh, watches and timepiece. Like some, some mm-hmm. producers, I was talking about branding and marketing and storytelling and personality. You need to top it up, so you call it a timepiece. At the end of the day, uh, the wearers, the target audience will know that it's the same thing, but th- there's also this theory that the, the synonyms do not exist. Whether you say a timepiece or a watch, or film movie they're not exactly exactly they're not hundred percent the same word they've got a bit of a Just in the in the sense that it's a different combination of letters if we would have synonyms We would just use them for what for for? V- varying the array of word of uh, letters in our sentences, so uh, back to what we were talking about uh, timepiece uh, time and watch so when you say timepiece you think of a more complicated fancy thing you think more expensive as well you think more refined more work put into it when you say a watch you, you can even mean the plastic one the 10 pounds wa- yeah
0: exactly when you when you mention watch right now to me it doesn't draw as much as attention, attention. as as timepiece yeah timepiece that's what you said i had no time idea piece, this, time this piece.
1: yeah but listen at the same time when you when you think expensive watch Uh, If you ask a hundred people on the street random Mm -hmm. people, they will think of Rolex. Yeah, it is not the most expensive It's not the most expensive. It's not if you're a connoisseur if you're a uh, What they're taking like Mm. using It's it's a a a good word. Connoisseur is a good word. Yeah, if you're a connoisseur You will think Rolex. Okay. No that's just for laymen. But um, this is why I said a hundred random people on the street. This is
0: connoisseur or interest
1: Connoisseur so
0: the same you're you're talking about because well let's let's, let's pres-
1: define it let's define it by the uh, by attentionometer so okay. interest <laughs> interest is I would say five out of ten on the because attention meter. Connoisseur well you need to devote not only attention but also the time that comes with extended amounts of attention mm-hmm. because that's
0: how it, to me this comes as uh, how much time you've actually spent learning the competitors of let's say Rolex right in this case of the yeah. watch. Learning how many brands are there. Yeah. Uh, Learning about the quality, like behind the scenes, how they're made, what what it goes through until it's actually published. You know, not published, but... Released, yeah. Yeah, put behind uh, glass, right? Mm -hmm. So after you've actually researched, right, all of this, you get probably to the point where you can say that you know more. Then... Right, so this makes you the connoisseur or Mm -hmm. makes you the...
1: Just interested like yeah. hobby versus See, so
0: is it is it then Tell me. a hobby or is it does it become like a
1: kind of passion of thought? I, I think no, I think I get what you mean. You're talking about interest versus passion, like Same, where yeah. do we draw the line between uh between what you said earlier? Uh, my answer to this would be it's pretty subjective in the sense that you draw the lines yourself. But back to the point I was making, funny enough, so we, we can agree on the fact that if you ask 100 random people, obviously depends where you are, but whatever, they will say Rolex when you say, okay, expensive watch. Funny enough, if you go on their website, which I did the other day, just for the sake of seeing this, they call their product watches. They didn't call them timepieces. Mm-hmm. Then I said, holy fuck, wait a second. Where did I see timepieces? And I've only seen it on whatever is above the Rolex line, so to speak, and whoever tries to be tries i'm not saying tries in in a pejorative way whoever is placing themselves as above rolex i think that's that's where we draw the line between back to what you were saying i think it was a good segue to interested and passion yeah so let's talk more attention you make movies and films what do you make actually movies or films because i've asked you What's the difference? Since,
0: since we've talked about the terms right now, Okay. <laughs> um, it, it's hard to say. I, call I I when I look now at them, I call them exercises. I call them okay, exercises. this is you being humble, but whatever. <laughs> no, it, but in it, the sense on a
1: cosmic scale, <laughs> <laughs> will you die having made movies or films? Both. So, when you make movies slash films slash both, <laughs> <laughs> How do you tell a story? What's on your mind in the. I'm talking specifically about the inception moment, because as we noticed all around and we see this being talked about everywhere around us, starting is the hardest thing, then you improvise it, whatever. So, making us, telling a story down the line, I can imagine that. When you start, how do you start? Story.
0: How do I start writing them? Like thinking of the whole concept? Or maybe how do maybe I make that. maybe that. Uh, per se, filming them.
1: Uh, I was thinking more of a of an of the concept uh, moment of yeah. the concept phase. Sorry, so before they're even written, or maybe you conceptualize them as you write them. I don't know. The question is open-ended to you. Most
0: of the original types of story that come that come out of nowhere. Usually, they uh, they're built step by step. Yeah. As I progress with them, I, I keep imagining. I have this this um, image in my head of my characters. You know floating around the basic idea that I've started with and, you know, based on that, the story evolves. okay, Or it doesn't, because, you know, sometimes I get a blockage, I I simply feel that the story is not going anywhere. And usually the first thought that I use um, to create a story either comes from other uh, works of art, Mm -hmm. mainly, let's say, music and paintings,
1: that's your go-to yeah, yeah, yeah. field. But it can be anything.
0: It can be poetry, it can be a conversation, it can be anything. Mm. Anything because everything influences that. And everything influences that beginning moment, that moment of birth of anything Yeah. In, in a story. And now, here's the interesting part. There's also a sort of recipe in a story because... Is it? you? Yeah. If you think about it, you want to tell a story that is interesting, that draws
1: attention, attention
0: right? So cause why would you, why would you tell a story that doesn't matter for what? Yeah, it, it, you, you don't solve anything. right? So It
1: matters to you in the first place, it, otherwise you wouldn't. It matters
0: to me in the first place. But, but then I realize that I have a responsibility and I realize its potential. There's a bigger message in that.
1: So how do you uh, estimate this potential? Is it just a matter of feeling? Is it
0: I just think that out of that story, people can learn something. And that's, that's my biggest reward mm-hmm. as, I'm, as I'm making them and as I'm seeing people watching films. Mm-hmm. I've seen people that I've been with to the cinema watch films with me and we, we go out and I see their reaction. I, I, see, I see how they're, whether it's a bad message, whether it's a good message, whether it's optimistic or pessimistic, it helps the person uh, filter things in their life and, no, sorry, not filter add up to their knowledge Mm -hmm. and further filter if it's necessary that information to their own beliefs and you know progress in life but in in that sense films as much as books do as much as music do music does as much as poetry does as much as paintings do inspire people inspire but they they send a message they send a message and there's one person or more people responsible for that because I guess they chose to I guess they they, they chose to spend they, their attention coins yeah, over yeah, there yeah yeah I, I think that they, they become responsible in the sense that they tr- they draw a lot from what's around them mm-hmm. so when when you, when you take that and then you show it to people you enhance it I would say in a form of art in my case films it feels nice it feels you have you have you have done something and I I and most of the time, like I, like I said, I feel responsible
1: because of it. Because... I get it. If people start interacting with whatever you've done, yeah, you have, so to speak, uh, in your palm... I mean, they can leave at any point. But in your palm, you've got their next seconds, at least, if we live in the present moment. In the next minutes, hours, however long the movie or the piece that you're putting out might be. So is this the responsibility you're talking about? You're responsible for their next moments of life for as long as they're they keep being engaged with your
0: uh piece i just hope i raise awareness in some se- in some form of, or or other because mm. i'm still young i'm not i'm not as responsible yet to tackle the actual society issues or any issues that you know uh, float around the world that we live in right now. I'm still learning. That's why I, I, I name my films exercises because I learn by making them. Because mm-hmm. there are a lot of mistakes. But if, if we think about it, the whole storytelling process and everything, you do that as well when you when you make graphic design. Graphic design is, is what, whether, I, I think, it is a form of storytelling. You start with a concept, I agree. you build on it, and you have an image that by combining textures, lines, typography and all of that sends a message, mm-hmm. S- but it sends a message in in an instant, right? You have something that has to transmit a message in let's say a maximum of a couple of seconds just by looking at it Yeah. and I wanted to know how, how it feels for you because to encapsulate something that is that big in... in one drawing or one shape or one, one concept of yours, you know, seems, seems like a lot as well. For me, it, it's, it's a bit of a longer process. I have three big steps when making it's pre-production, there's production, then there's post-production. Mm-hmm. A lot can change in that. I bet those three steps are also in your case. But you have something that somehow is shorter in form, I think. You have, to, you have to tackle a lot in very little time. Am I correct or is it just...
1: I mean, look, obviously we can't spend... How many years does uh, Christopher Nolan, how many years does he spend on his movies?
0: It depends. For example, for Inception, he went back range. and forth about 10 years. Okay, so key.
1: obviously yeah. if a client, if we collaborate with a client, we, we can't really take 10 years to <laughs> say, we're going to come up with a new logo in 10 years. They're yeah. going to be like, okay, cool. See you later. Mm. But, uh, okay. In that sense, it is a longer process. I noticed a pattern in what you were saying, you kept on repeating feeling, feeling, thing, And I think this is one of the first uh, conclusions first, uh, uh, highlighted words that we can put aside based on emotion, feeling. It's a lot about feeling. So yeah, you've got, you've got a few seconds to send the message as you said, and it has to be at least subconsciously. So it starts with that. And then if you've got their attention, so it's kind of like permission. If they've given you their permission, uh, you're going to send the message consciously. So after subconscious, come, you you can hit them, so to speak, either with I'm going to give you more, aka draw your attention, or uh, I got your attention subconsciously. Let me give you a 50% discount, by the way, buy my stuff because I want to thrive as a business, but okay, obviously no one does 50%. It's a lot about feeling. It's a lot about just like this, this concept that we were talking about in the beginning, when I asked you about your movies, every campaign has to, has to have a core value of something or something that can be felt. So, um, and then it's about the people, obviously the people that we, we're trying to reach. In my case, what we do is, I'm not sure, I, I assume you don't reverse engineer what your readers, not readers, sorry, what your viewers want. Or Let me ask you, do you do that? Do you think what will people want to see? Yes,
0: because like I said, sometimes my, my first thing is like, would you want to even see this film? Like, is this story relevant in any way? Because of course, to me, it might be at that point, but I can be that selfish. To not think of the other. this is a shared experience right hmm so I've, I've got to think about that reverse engineering I think it's it's one of the main keys of any business if you want not necessarily in, in both our cases about designing something or making the film I think it's it's a two-way two side two-sided relationship right hmm in that sense
1: I guess it depends a lot on the person because when I hear filmmaker yeah. I think more of, a, of an artist than a businessman and when I think of an artist I'm not sure what have I interacted with that painted me this picture in my head that artists are like uh, and I like to think of myself as an artist by the way uh, artists are like well I have this idea I'm going to put it out there this uh, this thing that I'm making I'm going to put it out there if you guys like it cool if you don't well fuck you because I'm going to keep on doing it that's how
0: you think about it?
1: Uh, no, no 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 what I'm saying is I've got this Pre-conception, pre-painted image in my head about artists. Uh, obviously, it's just a type of artist. Most likely, it's the artist that starts to death <laughs> concept. Who knows? But yeah, you've got mo- You've got both o- of an artist and a businessman, and you've said it deliberately some seconds ago.
0: I, I which probably, I think is good. Probably without without wanting to, but I tend to think it's it's something that. I need to do if I want to get um, my stories heard because I cannot expect to make something in and wait. Yeah, make it to, and they come to, to you. Yeah, exactly. I have to have some sort of voice to uh, push that story forward, mm-hmm. in a sense. And to some extent, I, th- I think it's somewhat important.
1: To be Somewhat. aware of this yeah so what
0: you saying? i think i think it's important because i think this is where a lot of great 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 art artists can lose because if you make something but then you don't want to push for it th- this is how you lose your ground
1: mm-hmm. right or you don't get it in the first place yeah like what's it van gogh i don't know a lot about this
0: i'm saying just by, by the idea of not wanting to have maybe a voice further you know w- with what you've done you mentioned van gogh right van gogh behind besides his uh, his work of art he has a very interesting story behind shocking story behind shocking story that involves love mental issues and so forth right so that that creates an image if you want um a, a, a big image r- 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 post post-mortem right that's that's a so way when you it said becomes p- interesting right it draws your attention because it makes you think oh, shit, mm. this is new mm-hmm. this feels new and you become more interested in his work because of that you think that that was like a very big influence and it was obviously to his work
1: yeah so when you said the voice you meant I, I understand now what you what you were saying I understood I was thinking of uh, the voice as in, first of all, we want to put it out there, which is why I mentioned Kafka. And second of all, the voice as in, OK, it could be about money, but I don't want to li- uh, limit the, the, the discussion to, to money. Mm-hmm. It's about putting it out there and getting resources so you can keep on doing your thing. But you, you mentioned you meant the voice as in the essence of it. The, this this core of you said emotion, idea, something new those were the main points to which i want to add i think it has to be new but as well authentic because i think people can sniff out very easily i'm not sure what biological detector we have or if there's anything like that when we can sniff out when people try to put stuff out but just for the sake of having something new so something just doesn't pass the litmus test if you put out something that's not authentic to you i guess you first have to make it new within yourself. So yeah. ha- have something that's also true to yourself and then put it out. I'm sure, I, I mean, Van Gogh and Kafka, just for, for context, Kafka didn't want to, Franz Kafka is this, yeah. didn't want to publish his uh, any of what we know today. He gave all his writings to this guy, whose name I don't remember and I'm, I wish I would have. And, oh, M- no, could have been Mueller, whatever. And then this guy, against Kafka's, against Franz Kafka's word, he published it for him. So on his deathbed, Franz said, oh, you, you see all this pile of stuff that I made? Just burn them up. Yeah, I remember. And then yeah. he, the guy read and said, Okay, well, too bad, because this, this thing is worth publishing, I guess.
0: But again, so you see, now it's, it's also very interesting because of the story behind it.
1: Yeah. But up until then. Which got my attention, yeah. which is me saying this name to the microphone. Up until then what we're you saying sorry up
0: until then it really becomes your I wouldn't want to say necessary responsibility but it is in your power to at least try to push it if you if you want if you want of course to have it heard or seen
1: by yeah people. but he did. About a film in this case but. oh okay. He didn't, Kafka didn't. But he definitely had something new, which is... Mm-hmm. I but think he couldn't
0: control it afterwards. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. So somehow fate got his stuff out there. But at the same time, he was at the forefront of his uh, his period with, with whatever he had in his mind. I'm not sure anyone, uh, like look, I, I don't have a literature studies, like very deep literature studies, but I don't think anyone at this point was writing about people turning into bugs and existential crisis and stuff that torment you and all that all, all these things Yeah. I can understand why he didn't want to put them out because he wasn't in uh, 2019 with the internet and this new idea that I'm military not military that I'm vouching for of being open and truthful even though even if it's fucked up yeah that got my attention and it got people's attention back then as well of course yeah what gets your attention today besides films
0: I guess this is not going to sound really good, I guess, but genuine kindness okay, or genuine raw emotion, genuine conversations between two people. Mm-hmm. So, something that, you know, in theory sounds very simple, but if you look at it more broadly, it, it, it kind of dissolves more and more. I don't know so who... It draws my attention when I see because it's it's slightly more rare and i don't want to sound really pessimistic about it it's just the way that i look around sometimes and i think i think we lose because we pay attention maybe to a lot of stuff that is not very important
1: okay but uh,
0: that's that's not that's not necessarily correct this is I'm, I'm i'm thinking maybe a bit too too pessimistic about this
1: no it's all right so right. you, you can always uh pull the pull that card out of your back pocket and say it's not pessimism it's realism so you can always play that you said something that sounds simple I don't think it is simple or maybe we get into a discussion of simple versus easy but um, I don't know who who said that it's simple to tell the truth it is when you're young or okay when you're like five years old whatever but sometimes I'm not talking generally now sometimes I think telling the truth is it's not a simple, or complex, or easy thing, sorry. I think it's more of a complex thing, especially depending on how much baggage is there in your situation. We can get very philosophical with this one, but... Yeah, man Do you want to go on that way? Sure. I'm
0: curious well, to, to see what, what you're going to say. I
1: don't know, man. Some, some time ago, I had this... Uh, this, don't call it epiphany, call it whatever, aha moment, like, holy fuck, yeah, it's actually, sometimes it's hard to tell the truth, because, wait a second, you need to tell it to yourself in the first place, what the fuck is happening here, man? And then, okay, then it went into that, call it journey, call it whatever, maybe some people will not resonate with that, but if you do resonate, you'll know what I mean. This uh, discussion with yourself about me, I'm talking to myself, it's I and myself, whoa, is that two eyes is me my what what's happening there, bro? Mm-hmm. yeah, so me telling the truth to myself, whoa, wait a minute there's there's a me that's saying the truth to me, yeah, um why did we start this? You're not the still- podcast the, the, me myself <laughs> we're
0: still talking about what draws your attention right now,
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, this this drew my attention, but that's my my spiritual side. But um,
0: it's easy to get to get lost, right, with these kinds of conversations. I don't feel lost.
1: So I don't feel lost because I feel I feel it, I it's do. something about the nature, mm-hmm. the human nature. And back to reverse engineering, when you want to reverse engineer stuff, you want to get into people's minds. So, if you are going to be the puppet master, you might as well know everything about the puppet. I'm not saying as yeah. a marketer or it, it was just a, an example that can be taken out of context. But um, if you want to get into people's minds and help them, I think intent is another thing that we can talk about, which you dipped a bit into with kindness. Um, when, you, when you are trying to get into people's mind, you need to understand a bit, at least, about the human mind or uh, as much as possible. Because then you get into that thing of, I don't know what I don't know, which is perfectly fine. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: about what you said of uh, about uh, getting lost into it, when I say it, I mean it in a good way because I like the layers of every of every conversation where they lead to. Mm-hmm. It it simply opens up to more and more when it comes to talking and understanding. So I, I uh, when I say that I get lost in those conversations, I enjoy it.
1: Oh, okay so it's that type of getting lost. Yes. Okay so no helpless loss I answer. like it
0: because I, I think I'm, I'm 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 this is this is what conversation should be about
1: usually. But at the same time look here's what I saw the other day. It was um, I can't remember the, the exact example but let's say uh, you you see me on the street, right? And you yes. say, "Yo Daniel, how are you?" And I say, let me think of let me think of something to to prove my point. I say Do you
0: think it's small talk when that when happen, that happens or?
1: But the point the idea was this if I come at you with an answer that's more than two or three levels mm-hmm. at, at the at the level of the conversation we're having, which we just met, right? So it's basically level level zero. If I say, well, I'm really surprised about, exi- I'm really uh, thinking a lot about existential dread and how people commit suicide, and you'll be like, whoa, whoa, are you okay, man? Like, What's wrong with you? Are you- Do you want to talk about it? And I'll be like, what the fuck? Yo, no, I'm just... This, this I'm was- just telling you I have an
0: existential it- crisis, but you know why it seems weird. Because,
1: because we didn't f- go for a step of Let's talk about about philosophy If we were to start this podcast and say Yeah, you know what? There's me and myself And there's one and two And the, the people would say what, what are these guys smoking? Because they got a good dealer <laughs> so, You said
0: you, you gave your example By meeting you on the street, right? Yeah So what happens when you're on the street, actually? There's a lot of motion around There's a lot of things happening Getting your attention Exactly So It's The 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 place, the, the atmosphere, the surroundings in which that happens also takes a uh, part in that attention, in how you distribute maybe that message, how you yeah. communicate that conversation. Piece of the Now it seems intimate. Now it's, it's the way we're talking right now and the way we can expand on subjects because we have our own almost silence because we're close to the window and we can still feel, hear the traffic. And sometimes, you know, our, our attention is drawn to that. Yeah, but. The way you create maybe that space for you can either be in your advantage or not. Yeah. I guess just because there's so much thing have so many
1: things happening. So you've got a certain amount of attention coins that you can spend on a moment. It could could completely create a curse. I understand, especially if you so you're walking on the street, you've got headphones, you've got one earbud in in your right ear and then you hear the police people you hear a guy asking for uh, your attention because he said something. attention yeah so if you've got a hundred coins it's pretty much spread around i get what you mean as opposed to now yeah we are uh, we're spending our attention coins more wisely
0: i guess so and i guess it's i guess it's beneficial don't you feel don't you feel us in a certain way after you've done this after you've done this kind of conversation?
1: I do, I do.
0: Right? Yeah. How do you feel when you come out uh, uh, from 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 a cinema? Or from when you finish the book? Yeah.
1: Or even if people do that meditation, yeah. you're basically focusing, you're spending this huge chunk of coins yeah. on one thing. And you say, hell yeah, good investment. Turned out well. Yeah. I didn't spread myself out too thin. Yeah. So
0: you're feeling... I think what we're doing is we're feeding ourselves between each other. In the hopes that we can grow, but sometimes I think we don't realize it as much,
1: right? As as much? Yeah. What do you mean? We don't. don't, don't I don't I don't
0: think we. We see how much we're actually doing this for each other. Me making a film and then having you see it and understanding something about it. You. Writing an article and having me read it to understand something from it passing that, you know torch further and further and then it, it becomes becomes a network it becomes a, a Big thing.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, but again, I think it's back to feeling it is it's uh, not really Quantifiable you can't really count it like how much impact has Yaakov had on me so far. Well, let's Put in a piece of paper and say this and that. Okay, it's out of that. No, it doesn't. Have, let me kick Jakob out of his life. You all do out of my life. All about feeling. Yeah. So let's see. We've got this so far, based on today that um, attention is about. Uh, it's about feeling. Is about spending this limited budget and this limited on a second basis yeah. or it can even be on a day daily basis because uh, sometimes you say "Do you know what i work too much time to kick my feet up i'm not working anymore but you still spend your attention somewhere else so let's just take it on a second basis do you feel relieved
0: after this conversation no do you feel like we <laughs> i moved? need to
1: pee right now so i don't feel really <laughs> because of this water but
0: but it, I, I i think i finished my my of so I, I might need to do the same but the idea is now when I look back at what we've talked about, I think it's it's hard to, to to conclude it in some way because I think we're still very, very new to trying to to do this.
1: Are you say, are you saying in another way that you want to end this or, or what? Yeah, it's a way of saying it.
0: I, th- I think I think we've you know we've tackled some points. I think I think we managed to try to define tension as a first. Even though we shouldn't, we should just let it pass by and talk about what's happening you know around around it, like not necessarily as a target or anything like that, but it's hard now, see as, as a first conversation to to make specific bullet points about what it is and what we're where we're headed towards.
1: yeah Does it, I don't think we should though, yeah i really don't think we should if anything I, I feel like this discussion should be i'm just like what is it like volleyball how do they call you raise the ball yeah you, you we raise the ball for whoever's listening this to have their personal discussion on look we we cover the range for that that was from philosophy and spirituality to marketing and uh, businesses. See,
0: that's what I'm saying about the layers.
1: Yeah.
0: What our attention has been gradually drawn to.
1: Wow. Crazy. Wait, <laughs> listen, we can end this now? Of course. Thank you, Mr. Yakov. No, thank
0: you. I hope. March. No, no, I thank you. But I hope more episodes will come.
1: <laughs> Let me get your attention by having, <laughs> having this long verbal statement of thanking you.
0: I, I want to thank you as well. But listen, at
1: the end of the day, we need to... Thank whoever's listening this, wherever you are in the Milky Way or outside.
0: Also, uh, please do let us know if you find this interesting, and if you have, maybe if somebody is ever gonna comment, maybe on this episode, if you have any ideas. Oh, they will, I'm sure. I hope they do.
1: At least in. I mean. Twenty forty. We need help. Listen, (laughs) if you listen listen to this in twenty forty, mail me. I'm still gonna answer. Okay. No, I'm not talking to you. But I hope you as well.
0: No, no, no. I I acknowledged what you just said. Are you going to answer
1: someone who's going to mail you in 2040? It depends. If you're alive. Cool. All right. (laughs) All right. All right. Okay. Dear listeners, thank you. Good night. Good day. Good morning, whatever it is. Good.